And I think it, it's something that anybody, any creator needs to think about, right? I mean, when you create anything, I don't care if it's a podcast or artwork or whatever, you have to have a why behind it. And if the why is not big enough, it's going to be hard to do what you do. Three, two, one, zero. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Rogue Creators. My name is Brian Fitton. I'm here with Lauren Lewis. Hey. Hey. This is the podcast dedicated to those who are doing things a little bit different, out of the box. And uh, so we always like to highlight some awesome people. And we're here today with Randy Wilburn. How are you doing, Randy? I'm good, Brian. How are you? I'm so excited to have you. You have no idea. So (laughs) Randy is a big time podcaster and we got introduced. Uh, He's local here. We're actually recording in our studio today and he's local to us in Northwest Arkansas. And his name, the name of the podcast is I Am Northwest Northwest Arkansas, Arkansas. which is very fitting. And so uh, I'm very excited about this because, again, we we were introduced on uh, the One Million Cups podcast. I helped them produce that. It's just a um, a weekly. I'm going to mess this up and Caleb's going to get upset with me. It's a weekly just entrepreneur. Just come and present your business, your idea, whatever it is. Just get your name out in the community. And uh, we have an amazing community up here, which you have been able to kind of tap into. Absolutely. And so uh, really excited to chat with you. Um, But before we do, we kind of like to start things off a little, just a little bit of fun to get to know you a little bit as well uh, before we hear your story. But what is that, Lauren? So each week we like to start our episodes off with what are you obsessed with this week? So starting with our guest, Randy, what are you obsessed with this week? What am I obsessed with this week? Um, man, you know, that is, you know, mushroom coffee, I think is my, is my thing. Yeah. Four Sigmatic is absolutely amazing. I've had to cut back on my caffeine and Four Sigmatic. This is, this is, you know, this is, there's, 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 they're not the sponsor of this show, but (laughs) I I encourage you to rush out to your local health food store. Um, A lot of grocery stores carry it. Ozark Natural Foods carries it. But uh, Four Sigmatic um, creates a really great mushroom uh, coffee that has uh, all of the benefits of coffee without all of the jitteriness of the caffeine and the chaga and the lion's mane. um, There's, there are medicinal properties to the mushrooms that are amazing. Wow. And it gives me an extra boost of energy. And so I really enjoy that. And I've been doing Four Sigmatic for years now, um, since when they first started. But I mean, these guys have just blown up overnight. And um, yeah. it's a really interesting company. Uh, actually, a lot of podcasters have Four Sigmatic as their sponsor, Tim mm-hmm. Ferriss being one of them. Yeah. yeah. And um, but but no, I mean, I, I encourage everyone to check it out. The the matcha latte is amazing. The the normal latte, I'm telling you, just get it. If you don't like it, I'll pay for it. Yeah. That's how good it is. So, wow, the money so back guarantee. Yeah, exactly, Randy. exactly. So that's what I'm loving right now. So. Yeah, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, Lauren is a coffee connoisseur. I mean, I guess. She grew up around the coffee room. I don't know that I've, I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't know the actual like intricates of mushroom coffee in general. Yeah, so. I mean, it's it's definitely, um, it, and it's not even a, an acquired taste. If I poured you a cup and gave it to you, you might not know right away. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't be like, oh my God, this tastes like shiitake mushrooms. It's, yeah. It doesn't, it's not like that. I'd I mean, be okay just, with that though. Yeah, you'd be <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, so I'm a mushroom lover anyway. I mean, yeah. I'm the guy that gets mushrooms on the pizza, but I just think it's, it's something different and it's unique. And again, the health properties and benefits mm-hmm. are, I mean, it's, it's, it's been studied for years. I mean, mushrooms have a lot of medicinal properties to them. And, um, yeah. you know, the, the, in, in Asia, especially in China, they really utilize the mushroom in so many different ways and forms. But, uh, this four Sigmatic, they've, they've kind of 
caught the bull by the horns and have really done something cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's check awesome. it out. I just encourage people. That's to do awesome. That. Yeah. yeah. We'll that's make really sure cool. to link to it in the, uh, yeah. the show notes. Yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. Absolutely. All right, Lauren, what about you? What are you obsessed with this week? So I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, my husband and I have been watching the Umbrella Academy, which we've really yeah, enjoyed. Yeah, it's really yeah. quirky, but really fun. Um, but something I've enjoyed about it is the music in that show is really fun. Yeah. Um, and so I've actually on my Spotify, I've been doing their playlists from some of their different seasons and it's been really fun. And hmm. so I really enjoy it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. It's not always where you recognize like from shows that you're like, this is really like they did a good job curating the music yeah. to match everything. And so um, it's very rare that I pick a playlist from shows, but kind of like into the spider verse. Yes, that, which that we did rock. That <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that soundtrack was phenomenal. amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that that's just one we can just kind of listen to over and over. Yes. But my kids good. love the Umbrella Academy. They that, that when we first saw it on Netflix, my wife and I we kind of watched what they watch, and I kind of spy it out. But I was like, oh, this is okay. So yeah, yeah. They really like it. So there's some interesting and unique characters. Yeah, give sure. it imagination for that writer. So yes. yeah, yeah, yes, I would agree with that. Absolutely. I'm gonna. Uh, I I have not watched it yet. It's on the list. So it should be. I was trying to pick between because I'm kind of obsessed with two things right now. So okay. I'm trying to pick a show or a podcast. I'm going to go my podcast okay. if you want kind of a show. So the, we, we were talking about this earlier, but No Compromise from NPR is talking about the like crazy alt-right like gun nuts and how the, the reason I'm intrigued by it is because of how they're utilizing like Facebook and digital marketing. Have you listened to it? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. I okay. listened to the first two episodes and I was just I was I was blown away by the level of detail and attention mm-hmm. that these guys in the alt right have had for social media. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, in one sense, it's like, okay, well, they're using it the way that it was intended to be used. Yeah. But on the other side, it's like, uh, <laughs> I don't really know. I don't really feel good at the end of the day about that yeah. approach. And you know, people could argue on either side of the aisle about different groups and factions and how they utilize social media. Um, I think that um, after watching um, was a social dilemma, yeah, that yeah. really that really opened me up, and it was mm-hmm. like, oh my god! I mean, it's stuff that you know you kind of know, or it's like even in the back of your mind, you're thinking, am I spending just too much time on Instagram yeah. anyway? Yeah. yeah, and and that just reaffirms it, yep. and it, and you're just kind of caught. I mean, I, I follow a guy called uh, his name is Nir Ayal. Mm-hmm. And he talks about hooked. His whole thing is about how we get hooked yeah. into things, especially yeah. applications. Mm-hmm. And um, and so it's it's there's a you know Facebook is a genius when it comes to that. Absolutely. But yeah, those guys have really utilized it. And I would actually encourage people to listen because their approach. I mean, of course, they're all Second Amendment. It's you know, they're concerned. I mean, nobody's taking away anybody's guns, but that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. We, yeah. Could go, we could literally go down we a go rabbit hole really, with that. Yeah, really the bottom line that. is that they have basically utilized social media to their advantage. And I mean, th- those guys literally have people in every state Yeah, yeah, that are monitoring things, are pushing out information. Yep. And so it's, 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 um, it's, yeah, the it's aggressive tactics too, that are, that seem to be Absolutely. working. And then yeah. also just, just the referral, how they've set up their groups, how right. they go live, the content right. they produce. Yeah. They are some rogue creators in the content yeah. space. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we won't have them on the podcast, right. but... Uh, well, nope. I mean, <laughs> and, and, and here's the thing. I mean, again, it gets back to when you think of it, they're they're trying to utilize social media in the way that we intended to use it. And, and also, if you think about it, a lot of what they do wouldn't be 
contrary to some of the advice that we would give local businesses in terms yeah. of getting the word out. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just the message. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. the challenge. It's tailoring so, it. Yeah. 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 So I would, uh, if you guys can, we're going to link to those, that stuff in the show notes, but make sure you go check out all the stuff we've recommended because it's, it's just intriguing in general. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm going to definitely check out the mushroom cop. Say the name of the company. Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic. F-O-U-R Sigmatic. Yeah. Okay. It's really good. We're make awesome. sure mm-hmm. we're always trying new coffee. We're almost out of coffee. So yeah, yeah, we're yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some and check it out. Check it out. And Ozark so. Natural Foods has it, so we may just swing by. Yes, grab some please, on the way. please visit yeah. visit the new location on <laughs> North College, right there at the corner of North College and Lafayette. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, I mean, the space is amazing. It's you know, if I sound like a shill, it's because I'm actually on the board, so yeah. I'm not, not going to lie. But the bottom line is it's really nice. Onyx Coffee has a coffee shop inside of oh, I didn't know they had Ozark okay, Natural yeah. Foods. And wow. uh, we we um, we serve up a, a local wine, a local beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, it's just it's just a great place to go. There are more University of Arkansas college students hanging out there yeah. during the day than, than at that. any yeah. other time. It's like a it's a de facto hall for them, um, and it's been it's just been really refreshing since it opened in uh, early June. So, yeah, yeah. Well, and when we and this is completely sidebar, but when they talked about when I heard that they were taking that over mm-hmm. that building, I was like, I really liked their old location. I was like, I don't see the point of moving. But obviously what they've done with it is just phenomenal. Like, okay, this makes a lot oh, of sense, especially the patio a, area. Yeah, it was a total everything. retrofit. Yeah. I mean, we have a we have a couple we have a tenant now, um, a, a chiropractic uh chiropractor uh company that's their agency. Oh. And um and then so there's there's a lot going on there, even behind the scenes. Yeah. And there's just there's just more space. I mean, we have a hot food bar, uh brand new sushi uh chef okay. that we awesome. just brought in a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And the sushi is amazing and it's Super affordable, yeah. Super fresh. Huh. Of course, sushi has to be fresh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, that goes it's without, dicey. Yeah, that goes without saying. Old when you sushi. get your sushi at the gas station, Ooh. you know you've got other issues to mm. deal with. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you'll have other issues later to deal with. So. <laughs> uh, no, but that actually kind of brings us into ex- exactly why we wanted you have have you on the podcast. So yeah. I am Northwest Arkansas. Um, is a how long? How many years have you been going now? Man, it seems like forever. But um, I just released my 91st episode on uh, Monday. Goodness. I had Chef Aaron Rowe from Ozark Culinary okay. Tours. She's yeah. amazing. And uh, I'm I'm just really thankful for the opportunity to kind of tell people's stories, which yeah. is really what um, I Am Northwest Arkansas is all about. And yeah. it's the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life here in the Ozarks. Yeah. And I made it broad like that in terms of the focus because I really wanted, I didn't want to exclude anybody Although we don't really get into politics. I mean, I have talked a little bit about some of my own personal feelings on things after the George Floyd incident. Mm. I had a couple of very heartfelt, heartfelt, heartfelt monologues episodes that I did that were actually some of my my most listened to. Really? Yeah. yeah. As a matter of yeah. fact, I've had people come to me and say, man, listen to that episode that you did talking just about your experiences as, a, as, a, as an African-American here in the United States and all that stuff. And it was just really interesting, and I've told other other aspects of my personal story, mm-hmm. but but it was it was just nice to be able to do that. And every now and then, I like to kind of step back from interviewing somebody and just talk. And actually, yeah. I'm going to do another episode like that this week coming up as we prepare for voting on the third of November. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and again, I've purposely not made the show about politics or anything partisan. I just really want people to kind of engage each other where they are and mm-hmm. not, you know, from a vantage point of I'm blue or you're red or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I think the, 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 the thing that I've learned about coming here is that 
the thing that I really like about Northwest Arkansas is that people seem to be fairly genuine. They wear their emotions on their sleeves. They don't treat you. Um, they give you the, the chance mm-hmm. to, uh, to, to, they take you for face value and not kind of like, well, what's your, what's your, what's yeah. your goal? You know, what are you trying to there, do? What's yeah. your angle on this? Yeah. You know, when I, as I've always said on the podcast, when I lived in Boston, you know, you've got people that have been in Boston for years and for generations and, you know, there's always an angle. Everybody yeah. has an angle. And I'm not saying that that's not part of human nature. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying it, it's not as um, present here in, in, in the Ozarks and in Northwest Arkansas. And so I just said, you know, let me focus on this area. And, and, and the other reason why I did is really selfish. I just, when I first came here, I came here because I was an owner of a company, a, a, a company I used to be an owner of, I relocated here to work with. And um, it's been around for over 32 years now. They're still in business. I don't work there any longer, but I do consult with them. And um, it's a management consulting firm that sell, serves the design industry. And what I realized when I left there was that I, I had I didn't really know anybody here in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. And my running joke is I knew more people at XNA yeah. than I did anywhere else. I knew the gate yeah. agents. They all yeah. knew me, hey, Randy, where are you going this week? And I'm like, oh, I'm going somewhere. I was flying all the time. Yeah. So- I took the podcast and I said, well, let me do something that I like doing anyway, because mm-hmm. I've been doing podcasting since 08. Oh, so kind of like an I old head with that. that. Yeah. yeah. So I've been doing it for quite some time nice. in some various, some way, shape or form. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I've got a number of episodes under my belt. I know I don't look it, but I've been doing yeah. it for a minute. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just said, you know what, let me do this and kind of tell other people's stories. And and then I said, it'll give me a chance to meet some people. So mm-hmm. one of my good friends, Mark Zweig, who I always give a mm-hmm. shout out to, because he's the reason why I'm in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. Um, he introduced me to a number of people. And then I knew like a couple of folks, but I really knew him. So he was my gatekeeper or conduit to a lot of interesting folks. And then as like, I interviewed a few people. So like I interviewed Gary Head, who started Signature Bank, used mm-hmm. to work with McElroy, wow. which was, is now Arvest. Yeah. Um, and, and Gary, uh, cut his teeth in banking under the Waltons and kind of expanded it and really opened up a beautiful bank that, that now has locations in all the major cities in Northwest Arkansas mm-hmm. and, you know, no, no plug for them, but I'm just saying Gary's a good guy. He knows a lot of people. So I interviewed him and then he introduced me to other people. Yeah, so it yeah. just, it's kind of taken on a life of its own. Yeah. And almost everyone that I've inter- interviewed has said, you need to talk to this person or you need to talk to that person that or referrals. I'm going to introduce you yeah, yeah. to this person. So, I mean, you name it. I've just, that's just how it's worked. Yeah. And I've worked with a couple of people and I always like to give them shout outs. Karen Wagaman, who's with the Rogers Lowell Chamber of Commerce. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Karen's amazing. She knows everybody. She hasn't been here that long either, but um, she is a natural connector. Yeah. And Karen has referred several people to me that have ultimately ended up on the podcast. Yeah. And so so I'm just thankful for those kind of relationships. And that's when I tell people like, well, why are you staying in Arkansas? You're no longer at Zwy Group. And I'm like, yeah, it's I like it here. My kids are young. I yeah. want them to grow up in one place for a while because we've moved around a little bit. And I said, you know, I'm going to make a go of it. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is that that continues to inspire me or people like Karen and others that really have you know, kind of opened the door and introduced me to a lot of other people. And so, you know, I just think it's a great community. I mean, I live in Fayetteville, uh, but I travel all throughout the corridor. So from Bella Vista on down. And I always like to say it's, I include the sandwich. The top of the bread is Bentonville. The bottom of it is Fayetteville and everything in between. So I kind of look at it that way. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's fantastic. And that's really, I mean, we, we kind of have our, our pillars that we talk about on the podcast. So, uh, podcasting, Absolutely. video, yeah. um, social media, and then we have kind of a, just a founder series and you kind of fit kind of into that, 
technical podcasting side, but then also in kind of a founder series. And there's a special place for me because I started the Go Rogue podcast back in 2014 with mm-hmm. Eric Henson, who's of Explainify, okay. and uh, he's in Fable. And so our whole thing was I wanted to know more of the tech community. Uh, I wasn't in that tech community, but it was right. like, there's so many things happening. I was like, I want to meet these people and just be around them, yeah. right? Uh, and so it basically kicked it off from there. And he he started it because he was already in the tech community, but he wanted to get better at interviewing. Sure. And so uh, there was kind of a twofold thing with us. But uh, even this week, actually, I I had lunch with one of the original guests on, on our show. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just crazy to talk through how far it's come. But I would have never met him. Right. We would have never had that connection. And then he introduced me to several people. So kind of the same thing where it's like, it's just a natural thing that happens, but it really, and specifically in Northwest Arkansas, it happens that way. It does. Um, and especially we, we talk with a lot of uh, different uh, guests and different people too, who are starting podcasts and they're like, well, how do I get guests on my show? How do you like what you say? It's you have a great interview with somebody and they're automatically going to start referring you. Or if they don't, you can ask, Hey, Hey, who do you think would be a good fit fit for my audience here? to be able to expand, you know, um, my guest pool and, and to bring some value to them as well. And so, um, you've done a great job of that. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. And that is one of the, that's the bane of most podcasters existence is finding that next guest, (laughs) especially, I mean, you know, there are a lot of different formats out there and if Mm -hmm. you're going to do an interview format podcast, you've got to be able to prime that pump and get people to come through the door, the proverbial door of your podcasting booth and, and meet with them. And so, I have just made it a point just to connect with folks. And I actually like just talking to regular people. I don't, you know, you don't mm. necessarily have to be a, um, a Bert Hanna from Hannah's Candles, you oh, know, yeah. a $70 yeah. million dollar company or, you know, I mean, his story is amazing, but I, yeah. and I could go on. I mean, so many of the stories that I've learned, but um, I mean, Ben Clark um, uh, and I mean, there's just so many people out there that have done some amazing things. And uh, I just like telling those stories. Yeah. And I think everybody's yeah. story matters. And the feedback that I've received from the regular listeners, and I've got the cool thing is that the demographics, the regular listeners are amazing. Um, the the feedback that I've gotten is that, man, it's just so many different stories and just aha moments for yeah. them, you know? So yeah. there's a little learning in there, but then there's also just, this is cool information. Behind so. the scenes and really here, somebody that you would probably never, ever hear their story. Right. Because, you're, you know, you're not going to see it on the news or somebody may do a blog fo- or an article or something about them, but to actually hear them tell their story is completely different. So, exactly. Yeah. It is. It is. So. so we chat with a lot of people that, you know, I'm sure you get this too all the time. They're like, I want to start a podcast. And they yeah. have like 20 million ideas and they're yeah. going all these different directions. And so we always kind of, you know, hey, you got to narrow in your focus and really understand what your goals are. So how do you stay true to your goals of your podcast and your aspirations to continue when your listeners listen in? They they know what they're getting. It's not going to be just some wild card, you know, minus maybe like what you said, a, a personal touch that was your listeners really appreciated. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, thank you for that question because I, I mean, it's a good one. And I think it, it's something that anybody, any creator needs to think about, right? I mean, when you create anything, I don't care if it's a podcast or artwork or whatever, you have to have a why behind it. And if the why is not big enough, it's going to be hard to do what you do. Yeah. So and it's so funny. I just did a, I did a, a, a creator session for Podcast Movement, which is kind of like the yeah, largest podcast yeah. um, uh, event. And I actually spoke with them live in LA in February of this year, but COVID changed everything. Yeah. So they didn't, mm. they didn't have their August event, which would have been their fifth year in Dallas. So they now had uh, actually six year in Dallas, but so they had a virtual event. Mm-hmm. It's been going on for the last two weeks. And I spoke last Thursday about this same thing. And, you know, 
I, to- I focus on a couple of key things. You have to have a why. You have to know who your avatar is or who the persona is of that, that listener, yeah. right? Yeah. And so depending on what your focus is, that why needs to, A, that needs to be big because it needs to fuel your, your ability to get up every day and press record whenever you press record. Yeah. And the avatar, you need to be mindful of who your audience is, right? I mean, you guys know your audience, you know the people that you normally attract. Um, I purposefully made my audience kind of broad so that I could reach a lot of different people. And it's actually worked out. Yeah. Um, yeah. This particular podcast, I have others that I have audiences that are very narrow, hmm. narrowly defined. But yeah. this particular podcast for I Am Northwest Arkansas allows me to kind of speak to a bunch of different people. Yeah. So you have your, your, your why, you talk about your persona, then you kind of think about, you know, how often can I do this? The cadence and I do it a week, every week, which is tough, as you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, pushing out a podcast every week. I've gone weekly since um, for this podcast, weekly since April of 2019. And then I've I've had another show that I've gone w- with regularity for like four and a half years now. Goodness, yeah. So, you know. Give a plug and, to it. Well, I, don't, I don't think I knew oh, that. What, well, that show is, is the Zweig Letter Podcast. Oh, that's right. So okay, that's yeah. the company yeah. I used to be, I used to work mm-hmm. with. And so I created a podcast around their newsletter, which is kind of one of the oldest running newsletters in the design industry. Wow. So it's been yeah. around. Mark Zweig started that, that newsletter in 1992. And so it will be 30 years in 2022. 2022. So yeah, it's crazy, but it's been around for a long time. But um, we we originally started out just rereading the the actual stories that he wrote. And then we said, you know what, let's, let's just, I'll interview you about these story topics. And then we morphed into interviewing other writers for the newsletter. Mm -hmm. And then it's kind of taken on a life of its own and 177 year, 177 episodes later, it's, you know, it's, it's Goodness. still going strong. Yeah. So, yeah. We, we get a lot of people that, that again, want to start podcasts <laughs> and then um, say, okay, well, what's, you know, give me 30 topics. Cause right. they're like, they can, oh. everybody can come up with 10 things they can talk right. about yeah, or maybe yeah, yeah. even 15. <laughs> Absolutely. But after that, they're like, ah, they get tired and burn out. And it's mm-hmm. like, you're going to do this. You need to have 52 at least if you're yeah. going to do a weekly, cause most people want to do oh, right. a weekly. Exactly. Uh, I think the compromise is doing a season. It's like, yeah, do 15, take yeah. a month off, you know, as long as you structure it that way and set the expectation, totally fine to not do every single week, right? right. But you got to build that audience though. And I think with the pervasiveness of voice, right? Because one of the things that I'm now talking about when I speak of podcasting, I'm also talking about voice. Mm-hmm. So when I, when you think of voice, think of your Amazon Alexa, yeah. your yeah. Apple HomePod, your Google uh, um, whatever they call that thing. I, I can never remember. It's Google almost mini, like the, Google home. It's Google yeah. home or whatever. whatever it's the like the stepchild yeah. of the Amazon Alexa, but because uh, we have one and the, the ugly, kids are always like, cousin. are we ever going to use this yeah. thing? But I'm like, we got a bunch of Alexa's uh, uh, echoes around the house, yeah. but we don't, the Google, somebody gave it to me. Actually, Google gave it to me to yeah. test out and I've, I've used it a little bit, but it's just not the same. Yeah. Mm. No, I agree. Uh, but the bottom line is, I mean, 50% of all search right now in 2020 is, is spoken word. Yeah. And Absolutely. by 2025, it will be 100% of search. Yeah. So from like, if so so you can look at it from two standpoints. One is people that want to get their story out and share their story. It's another avenue to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for entities and organizations that want to tell the story of their brand, um, if you are not thinking of, of it from the vantage point of what our brand sounds like from a spoken word standpoint, you're going to only get half of the picture Mm -hmm. and you're only going to reach half of the market because you also have to think about people's consumption habits and how they listen to podcasting. So that kind of informs even the, the average Joe or Jane that decides I want to start a podcast, you know, 
what are the listening habits of your podcaster? So yeah. if I was starting, for instance, say like a Razorback show, and I wanted to do a show where I, all I did was sit around and and talk about Coach Musselman and the you know the the, the basketball team. Mm-hmm. I mean that would have its own unique group of people, and I would have mm-hmm. to think about what I could do. Now I could think of fifty two things to talk about yeah. with 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 regard to Razorback basketball. I'd go back to the history. I'd mm-hmm. talk about the ninety four season. I'd talk about all the chances we've had to to make the you know the final four. I talk about where the entity, where the heart's breaking. I know. I talk about where where it is now and where the school wants to be, and then talk about all those near misses, those what ifs. Like yeah. it's like if if we could have gotten Malik Monk back in in 2016 and what uh-huh. that team would, would have looked like. And I sit around and have those conversations yeah. with people. Yeah. And it's just like, oh my god, could you imagine what that yeah. team would have looked like with Bobby Perry and Malik Monk? And I mean, it would have been insane. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and um, so, it, so yeah, I mean, you, there's a number of things that you can do. And so you can find either a narrow funnel to focus on or a really broad one. Yeah. And, yeah. and, but you just have to, you have to kind of come up with it. And I, I never, I always tell people when doing a podcast, you really need to think long and hard about what your commitment's going to be. So, like when I came out with I Am Northwest Arkansas, um, I had 10 in the books from day one. Yeah. So I came out, there were 10 in the hopper. Yeah. I was, there was enough to That's listen awesome. to. Yeah. And then yeah. you kind of build on that. Absolutely. But back to what you said a little while ago, even, even getting to an episodic focus where you say, okay, well, we just want to focus on things for a period of time. You can do that as well. Mm-hmm. And uh serial and so many other great podcasts yeah. talk about it in a very, you know, window, the window of a series Yeah, and you just come up. That's why now, nowadays when, depending on what, hosting provider you use when you upload your podcast, it'll ask you what season are you in? Yeah. Yeah. And so some podcasts are just, I've, I've perpetually been in season one. They yeah. just keep going yeah. every week. <laughs> is just a new episode. Ended. There's no new season. It's just, I just keep going. Yeah. But then some people are like, I mean, I'm working with clients and, and I help businesses. And I say a lot of times, just so you can get your arms around it, mm-hmm. it's probably better for you to focus on, let me tell a story or what's the arc of it. Kind of like the same way a showrunner would work on a, a, uh, a show on TV, mm-hmm. right? So you got a show, it's 21 minutes. We know that we're going to do 22 episodes and this is what it's going to be. Yeah. And it's yeah. done beginning, middle, end. Yeah. And, but you know, so that's that I, I think you have to think about all those yeah. things. So I love that. Too. And anytime we work with somebody, it's always like, I want a million downloads. It's like, your niche, there's not a million people in that in that niche, let alone, you know, so it's setting it's, that expectation. Yeah, it's, it is so funny when I talk to people. I mean, Pat Flynn's a good friend of mine. I mean, Pat yeah. Flynn's had, I don't know, I can't even keep up with the number of downloads he's had, but he doesn't Insane. even focus on that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think the thing about it is that if I told you the number of shows that are out there that are that are pretty popular and then downloads they have, they they all aren't download rich the way that we think they are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know Aaron Mankey from Lore and oh, Cabinet yeah. of Curiosities. Yeah. Aaron's yeah. a great guy. He he ended up, and that was the other thing. I mean, you That's know, you never, intriguing, you, just a different type of show that you totally, never would have thought. Totally. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I love my kids. Love Lore. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the few podcasts that I let them listen to. Yeah. And there's some <laughs> there's some really dark stories in there, but yeah, it's about, but it's so historically accurate. Yeah. And Cabinet of Curiosities is just like a like a snack. Yeah, I a lore snack. One, yeah. You haven't yeah. heard that? Uh-uh. Oh, you got to check it out. Okay. <laughs> it's like ten minutes, and it's you're in and oh, you're out. Okay, okay, yeah. So it's like a little, it's like a mini lore. Yeah, and he's a genius when it comes to that. Now he's got another program he's created, but you know, lore he took to Amazon. Amazon yeah, bought, that's the, right. bought yeah, the rights yeah. to it, and then they produced the show, yeah. and now they've done either one or two seasons of it. 
So Crazy. I mean, the potential is 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 endless in terms of what could happen with a podcast. Yeah. But again, back to that initial person who are the, the people that listen to your podcast and get encouragement about thinking about starting it or watch you guys and say, I want to do what Brian and Lauren are doing. You know, you you've got to take into consideration that you've got to do a couple of things that we just talked about, which is, you know, know your why. You have to have a big enough reason for why you're doing it, not just because everybody else is doing it, who your audience is. And I think you also just have to be willing to press record. Yeah. See, like I'm excited. I'm always excited about doing a new podcast episode. So, I mean, I'll probably do three or four this week and every week I do several, but you know, it, it's just exciting for me. Yeah. And, I, and so yeah. it's always something new, a new adventure. And even today, as I was thinking, I got the list of questions that you guys had uh, or potential questions or kind of like the focus of the conversation. But I was like, oh, okay. So I'm, I, I was always in my mind, I was saying, I'm interested to see where this conversation is going to yeah. go. Yeah, well, with me, I, it, you never can tell. I, I get going and something. Yeah, I'm exactly. like, right, we're going to go down this completely yeah, different path. No, no. But that's part of the conversational podcast that we have, and it's it's and that's what we've kind of landed on, right. and we enjoy as well. Mm-hmm. And, and we have listeners too that every single week they'll DM, DM us and be like, "Hey, I learned this and this and this." I'm like, I'm just impressed that you got to the end of that, <laughs> right, especially all right. my ramblings, right, you know? Right, right, um, right. But it's great stuff. It really yeah. is, and it's a lot of fun. So. Again, working with some of our clients, they're starting out with podcasts. One of their, you know, number one questions, which I, I totally understand. They're like, my podcast is out. How do I get the word out? And how do I grow my audience? Yeah. Which is totally legit, especially as, as many podcasts as there are. There's still people that are like, what? Like, where like, do I a, find it? And I'm like, what? Where do I, yeah, yeah. Well, so how do you grow your audience? So I grow my audience organically. Right. Um, it's it's a lot of it is word of mouth. Sure. I mean, you know, you may not hit um, on all cylinders like something like Serial did where it really kind of took off. Right. At, at the onset, when when the first round of Serial started, mm. people were like, oh, we're going to listen to this because, you know, I, it's it's okay. And then it just took on a life of its own. And now people just listen to the programs that come out of that that production shop and you know, they put really good stuff out. And so I think that's the thing you have to think about is, is is the content going to be something that's going to keep people coming back for more? So you have to spend some time, you know, kind of thinking about that. But I tell people not to obsess about it, not to obsess about the numbers or anything. Do If you do something that you really enjoy, you will find an audience for oh, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really wasn't sure. I mean, to be honest with you, I was not sure what I Am Northwest Arkansas was going to do. Here's what I did know. When I moved here in 2014, I didn't really know a soul outside of Mark and I didn't know a lot about this area outside oh, yeah. of the fact of, yeah. of, of the 94 team. And, you know, I mean, no, yeah. seriously. I mean, yeah. you think of us like, yeah, I know the Razorbacks. I mean, I've seen them on ESPN enough yeah. times, but that was it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know enough about mm. this place. And honestly, that's why I created the podcast. Cause I wanted people now, like, it's crazy. I got a guy, I got a call from a guy the other day. It was like, I live in central Arkansas and I'm moving up to the uh, to Northwest Arkansas because I've listened to your podcast. I've had several people reach out. Wow. I, yeah. I've talked about it so, a little bit on the podcast. Yeah. That wasn't my intent, but that was the idea was, that, yeah, I want to share with other people yeah. so they yeah. get an idea. So people coming here, I want to sh- give them a little flavor of what it's like to live here. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I've had several people reach out to me post, you know, taking a job with Tyson or JB Hunt or Walmart mm-hmm. saying, man, I listened to your podcast. It helped me so much yeah. to make a decision. Because wow. I was up in the air. And so I think it's, you know, you, you need to be thinking about it from that perspective, too. You're doing the chamber's jobs, you know. Right, right. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. So I'll send them a bill. But yeah, um, exactly. no, no. But I mean, I just That's feel great. like, I mean, I, I think, you know, I, it was a phrase I learned a long time ago. It's a pitiful frog that doesn't praise its own pond. 
if you don't like wow, where yeah. you are, you need to get up and move. Yeah. And yeah. if you do like where you are, then you need to dig your heels in and put some yeah. put some time in. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, that's, I don't think I've ever heard that statement before. That's awesome. Yeah, it's an old <laughs> school statement. So yeah, it is really good. I didn't call yeah. anybody a frog. I'm just saying. It's just, you just understand that that's the case. So. so you're the reason why everybody's moving here, and now we're having to widen. The you know, roads I wish I could lay things. claim to that. <laughs> I mean, statistically, what is it? What are they saying? It's 32 oh, people it's a day. I don't know how, yeah. how. It'd be interesting to know how much that's changed since mm-hmm. the uh, the pandemic. But you know what hasn't changed? We're still hitting to the top top five or top 10 list of a lot mm-hmm. of, a lot mm-hmm. of, um, programs. Yeah. You yeah. know, U S news and world report still put Fayetteville on the top five places to live in the yeah. country. That hasn't changed. Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, we're going to go from where we are now, like four fifty, four hundred fifty thousand people. We're, we're going to double those numbers in the next uh, 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. By, by 2040, you're not going to recognize this place. Yeah. This is not going to be your grandparents, Northwest Arkansas. All the hayfields and, and all the, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's completely changing. It's, it's going to totally change. Yeah. It's going to totally change. Yeah. So, and change is good. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's just what, what it is. Well, and you talk about like growing your organ, your audience organically. Um, one thing that you had mentioned, I, I said that this at the beginning, but 1 million cups, you did a presentation on there. Right, right. And, and as crazy as it is, I had never heard of your podcast right, before. And I, right. I mean, we're in a, kind of a network of podcasts too, mm-hmm. um, as well uh, with Daniel Quinn. He's done a great job of that. It kind of like curating some like local stuff and other people around. And and I was just like blown away. I'm like, I thought I knew everybody who did anything podcast related mm-hmm. in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, and it just, but again, it just shows just putting yourself out there too. I mean, you're kind of active in that mm-hmm. community, obviously a referral base. And then went back and looked at some of your episodes. I'm like, He's been around for a while. Like this is not just something he just started up last right, week. Right, yeah, right. Right. Got like three episodes. Yeah. So check one of the three out. And let me know what you think. So I've been on Daniel's podcast too, and yeah, uh, yeah. and and yeah. I mean, it, you're right. I mean, that's just it. Because honestly, before he contacted me, I didn't know about his podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we have some mutual friends. Yeah, yeah. And that's how we connected. And and I think you know, getting back to your question earlier, Lauren, about how you get the word out. You know, I don't know that there is, I don't know that anyone's truly written a book. I think what Pat, Pat wrote a book called, Pat being Pat Flynn, wrote a book called Superfans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think, look, in my mind, that's why I'm starting to call my group Tribe, I am Northwest Arkansas. Like who's, who, where is my tribe? Yeah. And my tribe yeah. are those people that, because I can't, I can't be all things to all people. Yeah. You know, there is a subset of this population that's just anything Razorback sports related, but outside of that, they don't really have an interest in listening to a podcast. Yeah. If they're not talking about what coach Pittman has done recently yeah. <laughs> or how we got screwed out of that game with Auburn, Ooh. cause we did, or, you oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? Everybody or, said that too. There was oh, yeah, everybody, any, even, you know, I even the SEC. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was, I was like, somebody's yeah, going to find something, I, but no, everybody said the same thing. I saw thing. a meme of a guy that said, uh, uh, Auburn's true record one in four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and I was like, yeah, yep, that's right. That's so, right. But, uh, but yeah, no, I think, I mean, I think you have to just kind of get out there like that and focus on the people that you can focus on. You're never, I don't care who you are, your podcast is never going to be all things to all people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not going to resonate with everyone. It should. But, but no, it yeah. should. Yeah. But it should resonate with those. Like, like, so what you're doing, you know, resonates with me because I'm kind of a, a, a geeky gear guy and I like talking about that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And when we came in here, I started talking about the, the mics that you're <laughs> yeah. using because yeah. folks, he's using some high-end, high, <laughs> high-profile mics, the Shure SM7Bs. And I mean, these are the prototypical mics. These are the mics that are used on NPR. I mean, Terry Gross 
anybody that does anything with audio. People are like, Oh, the Joe, I saw those on Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. Right. Yeah, those oh, are the yeah, Joe Rogan mics. Have, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, these these are the best of the best, but they're not cheap. And so you don't start off with these. Mm. Right. You build to it. And, yeah. and that's the whole idea. But yeah, I mean, Lauren, you've got to organically work it. And I am constantly working it. Even what I'm doing here with you guys. Yeah. I'm yeah. trying to bridge bridge the gap and do it. And there's no competition with podcasting. Everybody's no, yeah, got a podcast yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, you know, people are doing it. That's why we have a million podcast shows now. You know, but when you compare that to YouTube, I mean, YouTube has 31 million YouTube channels. Yeah. So we haven't even scratched the surface oh, no, with podcasts. No. So if you, you talk about that yeah, and yeah. just the, the growth of voice and the smart speaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Completely changing. The upside is great. Yeah. Well, and that too, that I, there was a recent study I actually had, and we're big, big fans, Pat Flynn. So he actually I had an opportunity to interview him. When I was in uh, Orlando for Podfest, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah and I yeah, really yeah. it was really short, but it was a great opportunity just to kind of sit down. Buzzsprout kind of provided the uh, the on site recording studio mm-hmm. and stuff there, and so it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, but it was one of those that he, I think he recently interviewed somebody, and they were talking about podcast statistics of people saying, "Well, there's already a million podcasts out there," and he was saying. Well, actually, you take that of the ones that are actually active. Yeah, yeah, like, the number's it's, much it, lower. It goes yeah, completely it's, down. It's it's it goes down. I, I forget how how they tried to figure that out, but it's when you look at the active. You, you look at a, there's a million podcasts out there, um, but there are uh, probably maybe a quarter of that that are actually active. Yeah, yeah, and then it, and then when you get to those that are that have a normal cadence, then it's probably a quarter of that. Yeah. Well, and that's so, what anybody that says, well, the, my my area or my focus is just way too saturated. Like pull up those podcasts, see when the last time they actually had an episode out. And a lot of people, for some reason, 2017, 2018, people stopped. Yeah. I see a lot of that, which is yeah. very strange. We need to put together a case study, by the way, figure out exactly where all the statistics that is. are. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's crazy. Interesting. Yeah, but, it is crazy. And even, and I would just say to people, just based on what you, that statement that you just made about, you know, the proliferation of certain subjects. So like for, for instance, financial podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a million and Dave Ramsey, that's all he ever talks about. And, but you know, there's no room for me. There absolutely is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Everybody has a focus. Yeah. And I think that's where, that's when you can kind of start thinking about, well, let me, let me think about my angle. What's, yeah. what's the, what's the financial angle for me? Maybe you like love index funds. Yeah. And you love talking about that. Now there's a small niche for that. A, there is. I a, would not listen to that, but listen, I mean, but, but honestly, quietly, I mean, a lot of people, yeah. as, as much as the talking heads on like CNBC and Bloomberg um, tout the, the, the benefits of index funds mm-hmm. about, you know, even Dave Ramsey, that's all he ever talks about are index yeah. funds. Yeah. You have the opportunity to, to create a little niche market for yourself. Absolutely. That, so. Well, and that, that one was free, folks. So. People, yeah, just go out there and start your index <laughs> yeah, exactly. fund podcast right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, but Dave Ramsey is a great example because I think I, in my first podcast listening was Dave Ramsey mm-hmm. and somebody else had mentioned that too. But then you just go from there. And I now listen to other uh, financial podcasts. I right. don't listen to Dave Ramsey's podcast anymore, but he was a great way to get me introduced to it. Right. So you never know, you know, ha- start your, start your, if Pat Flynn is somebody that, People start listening to to grow a, a side business, right? Uh, and you have another side business idea or podcast or something. People can find you through those, yeah. Um, because you start looking, all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, I really enjoyed that. I wonder what else is out there." Yeah. So absolutely. This actually segues really well into what do you think? Like, how do you think podcast is changing and evolving? And what's it going to be in the next couple of years? 
Because I definitely well, think it's growing. Yeah, <laughs> it, well, obviously it's growing for sure. I think it's just kind of figuring out how do podcasts play into the whole smart speaker market. I, I just yeah. think right. that that's going to be a huge thing. Right. I mean, the amount of money that Amazon is is putting into this is huge. Um, the, just the fact that you're going to be able to search everything. I mean, Google indexes uh, all transcripts yeah. now. Yeah. And, and with Google Podcasts, I mean, there's just a lot of little things that are happening. I just think it's going to get bigger. You know, we'll probably be at 3 million podcasts, you know, in short order. Whereas it took 15 years to get to a million yeah. from the time that Adam Curry founded or created this whole concept Goodness. of podcasting, marrying yeah. yeah. RSS feeds Here. with this internet I mean, radio show. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. I mean, so yeah, I don't think it'll take that long to get to, to, to a faster mark. And so I just think there'll be opportunities for people to put their information out there and share it with the world and um, people will consume it however they want to consume it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't That's, matter. Uh, we, we've talked about that several times mm-hmm. of like, if you write a blog post, give an audio version of that. Like I'm not a big yeah. blog post reader, but I'll listen. Right. If you have a play button at the top, I'll, I still read. I'll play I mean, it. I yeah. still read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still read. I mean, yeah. that, that, you know, that's, that, that's a thing. I mean, people, a lot of friends that, that write a lot of medium articles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and now if you say medium takes their articles and, 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 and creates an audio version as well. I don't so, think I knew that. Yeah, so oh. that's kind of really cool. Yeah, and yeah. so, I mean, there's a lot of benefits as far as that's concerned. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's 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 constantly changing. So I think back to, to what you're saying, I mean, I'm excited about the future mm-hmm. of podcasting. And my simple retort to anyone that will listen is just get out and start one. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of do some of the basic foundational things to get started. What we talked about earlier. Uh, about your why and your persona, avatar, who you're focusing on and the type of show that you want to do, but just get started. Mm-hmm. I think the hardest thing is pressing record on yeah. a regular basis, yeah. you know, cause I can't, I can tell you that I've had friends that have had amazing podcasts and they just they ran out of steam. Yeah. And that's real, you know, yeah, I mean, absolutely. especially real, it's called pod fade. And yeah. the reality is, is that for a lot of people, this is just, just a hobby Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it can be an expensive hobby. Real so, quick, right? Real quick, <laughs> as, as we have found out, real right. quick, real quick. So yeah. yeah, I mean, you want to do it. I mean, I, I and 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 I'm thankful for you know the sponsors that I have and the support that I have, but that that did not come easy, and yeah. it took time. I mean, yeah. it just you have to you know have to you have to show people that yeah, I've got, and I don't have yourself. to have hundreds of thousands of downloads. No, no, it doesn't it's not required. And again, setting that expectation up front too. If and if you're doing it for the downloads, is you're probably going to be disappointed up front because it. it it does take a while to actually build that up. So, and, and here's how I I talk about downloads with people: is this, yeah, they're gonna, they're always gonna be those anomal, anomalies, those shows that that's a, 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 just far and above everyone else, just reach a quick momentum, yeah, and have yeah. a lot of listeners. But when I tell people this way, because most people are afraid to talk in front of crowds, but even if you create a podcast and you get 500 downloads a week. Or 500 downloads a month. That's like you being in an audience with 500 people yeah. that are mm. listening to what you have to say. How often does that happen? Never. I mean, it really doesn't. Yeah. No. Use that same analogy because it it really does make a difference whenever some, when you're standing up there in front of 50 people. Right. Good grief. I mean, that that's a room full of people. That's people that have given it time out of their day. Right. I got, listen, I got things to do. I have kids to raise. I got a wife to take care of. I yeah. still have other stuff to do, but I mm-hmm. take time to put put you between my ears yeah. and take in what you have to say. Well, and it's a, it's an audience that is there for you, right? It's not just, Hey, I'm walking into a, you know, a, a meeting to where I get to give a speech and introduce myself almost like a 1 million cups. It's like, people don't know who I am. No, they know who you are and they're listening and they're there for you. I mean, it's, 
it's definitely a, a powerful, powerful medium. So, um, Randy, hey, thank you so much for yeah. coming on today. No, this has been this has been a lot of fun. I'm very very excited to uh, to get this out there and for for you guys listening. I mean, I'm uh, make sure you guys check out actually where can they find more information about all the stuff that you're doing. So you can check me out uh, two places, um, either at encouragebuildgrow.com. That's that's my company, and then I am northwestarkansas.com, and I'm online at Randy Wilburn on Twitter and Instagram. And, um, and then at, I am Northwest Arkansas on Instagram. And I, I do a lot on Instagram. That's yeah, kind of like yeah. my, that's my, as I like to tell my sons, I say, you guys spend your time on TikTok, which I'm still learning, yeah. but I spend my time on Instagram and that's kind of where I do it. And I think, I, I think as a creator, Instagram is kind of a great place. And now that they have reels, yeah, I mean, it's really, it's really, you know, fundamentally and reels is just their version of TikTok. But, um, I think as a creator, when you're out there creating a bunch of stuff, it's it's just a it's a great it's a great platform to be yeah. on and try to be as many places as you can be. Yeah, yeah, you know, that makes sense for you. Is, you don't have yeah. to be you don't have to be all things to all people, but just be where you can be. Yeah, based on uh, based on what makes sense. So. Well, we we kind of cheat around here because Ava she does our our TikTok. Right, like she's she's in that generation where she <laughs> right. uh, she understands. I feel like it. an old That's guy. Okay. I'm like, yeah, well, she can, understands. You it. can she, learn she some does stuff. It. I have oh, my absolutely. son teach me. He's got a he's got one video that's had had a million views or likes or whatever. Awesome. And I'm just yeah. like, wow, okay. So yeah, he was showing it to me the other night. He was so proud. I was like, okay, good. Let's do it again. Let's see absolutely. what happens. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Re- Let's see repeat what that success there. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Cool. Randy, again, thank you so much. Thank I mean, you guys so much. I appreciate having me on the podcast, and I'm going to have you on my podcast. Yeah. So we're going to do maybe do a little cross promotion and (laughs) a big shout out and and maybe we'll we'll mutually create awareness for a lot of people for both of our podcasts and that to me is what it's all about that's the point absolutely and that's that we didn't even get into that that cross collaboration and Mm -hmm. tapping into different audiences and it's just bringing that value to more people so it's awesome cool Cool. thank you so much so much i appreciate it all right we'll see you guys next week thanks Rapid fire, Lauren. Yes. Let's do this. All right. What makes you laugh no matter what? No matter what, Dave Chappelle. Anything nice. from Dave Chappelle yeah. makes me laugh. Oh, so good. Bill Burr is hilarious too. Yeah. He's yeah. quietly, he's really, really funny. But yeah, Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle, they both make me laugh. Uh, and I, I literally, I mean, if you go, you know how like you can go to your Netflix and you have like your list of stuff you've recently mm-hmm. watched. I have a couple of key things that are always up there and one of Dave Chappelle's specials is up yeah, there, Bill yeah. Burr's and, you know, some documentary that I found. So, yeah, yeah no. So that go. definitely does it for me. Oh, good. You got to go because I can't think of anything. Okay, right. mine's super random, but um, I have a picture in my bathroom. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. It's of a chihuahua sitting by a poolside in a swimming cap. Uh-huh. It's ridiculous. And my husband got it for me because I loved it so much because it always makes me laugh. So it's great when you're like having a really bad day. You can just look at this and look at this ridiculous picture that doesn't yeah, match yeah. any of my decor. Yeah. But it's just this silly little chihuahua sitting there in a swimming cap. That's oh, we're going to have to see this. Yeah, I'll, I'll find a it. picture. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So now I'm split because there there's several photos of me and my best friend like back when I lived in Texas that we have some ridiculous oh. photos that they're definitely like cringe. They, they're Not cringy like for laugh. everybody else. <laughs> For me, they hold a special place and I can look. We always randomly send those to each other. So there you go. Those are pretty good. There is a, there are a few memes that are probably inappropriate to mention on the podcast that, that are hilarious as well that we'll keep those PG. But anyway, yeah. (laughs)
<laughs> That's a good question. That's a very, th- yeah. Good. Ava's the best. All right. Is there a dessert you don't like? I don't like. Yeah, I don't like cake. <laughs> We've it's talked about this before. Oh. Okay, okay. I, well, I have to explain. So my parents owned a donut shop slash bakery yeah, for yeah, yeah. several years. And I just got around. Kept my my mom made wedding cakes and all uh-huh. the. I mean, just everything. So I'm, I'm li- basically we lived there because that's you know my parents small business owners and so anyway I just got around too much cake. Too I just did cake. not yeah. like cake. So I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But there's just a lot of just very traditional cakes that I'm just like, yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> what about you, Randy? Well, Sorry, Randy. I think my my uh, is a toss up between um, mint chocolate chip ice cream, which I totally do not like. Is and it just the banana mint flavor, slum. or is it like you yeah, just don't like just mint, mint in general? Flavor. I don't like mint in my it's desserts. Very strong though in that it ice is. cream. It can yeah. be, yeah, and, and 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 like um any type of banana, any type of flambe, like bananas Foster or bananas flambe. Yeah. I just don't like those so. Yeah, too much. Too much. Anything with alcohol in it for dessert. For I'm dessert, just not, yeah. yeah. Just I, I cannot see Bailey's. Like rum cake and yeah, things like that. Know, well, you don't like no. cake anyway, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a it's like, oh my gosh. Just, yeah. So. yeah. What about you, Lauren? Um, I had it. And then, oh, so uh, I don't know if this counts as a dessert, but we'll just, just go with it. Uh, s'mores. I don't like marshmallows. And I just, I s'mores are sticky. They're not, to me, they're just a lot of work for not a great taste. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do have to work a lot for it. Yeah, I mean, you know, and fire, you know. So <laughs> I know I, I've gone and to a, a ton of bonfires recently because the weather's gotten cooler yeah. and everybody's like, oh, now we got to do s'mores. s'mores. And I'm yeah. like, so disinterested. I think I'm getting to that point because we have three preschoolers. So yeah. they love to do s'mores. Yeah. They just don't eat them. Oh. And so <laughs> I'm eating. I, I eat four s'mores in the sitting. So I'm probably going to get to that point too where I'm just like, I'm done with s'mores. That's fair. So That's fair. That's good. That's good. There you go. All right. We're out. Griffin, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. <laughs>